Sequel Cast 2 and Friends is a part of the HyperX Podcast Network. We're gonna talk about the movie, to talk about the movie, a sequel commentary. We're gonna talk about the movie, to talk about the movie, a sequel commentary. The only thing I like more than not recording a podcast is recording one. Is this another test, or are we doing it for real? I, I guess we're doing it for real. Oh, we got a real treat for you. Yes, this is uh, the first sequel commentary we've had in a while. But not only that, this is the very first episode of Sequel Cast after 400-plus episodes and over a decade in which someone giggles during the intro. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure we do that all the time. Yeah, so, I'm, if I don't... Like, like a couple of rhesus monkeys you do. In, in uh, you know, we're, we're all in the same room for the first time, the original trio. Uh, this is Matt. This is Thrasher. This is Jersey J. <laughs> and we've had a lot of technical difficulties, but what we're going to do here is a, a special... Um, Two-parter episode uh, of sequel commentary where it's going to be a double fister. <laughs> Looking at the pilot episodes of real Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters. Is, is it Ghostbusters it, or Extreme? It's or real extreme, Ghostbusters. Extreme Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Not, not the false one whose name was stolen for copyright. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, we um, this Ghostbusters series is available in a, a few different ways. You know, it, it, I think Germany technically has the best release available, but... You can also watch it for free uh, if you're in the United States on YouTube's official Ghostbusters channel. Just look up, like, pilot episode and you'll find these episodes we're talking about. We have our video set at 0000. Just like our theme song says. This, yeah, just by uh, with Mark with a C. Check out his stuff at markwithac.com. So we're going to, uh, it's at 000. I'll do 321 go. And then when I say go, we're all going to. Uh, play I mean, at the same three, time. Two, one, ghost. No, three, two, one, go. All right, so I gotta say, this already is one of the best opening sequences of any cartoon of its era. And one of the, and you could do all the ghost choreography. I know I did, you know, when I was a kid watching this. Yeah. But most of the animation in this intro uh, was actually made as part of a pitch reel. Uh, that, that uh, Deke Animation put together to secure the rights for Ghostbusters and to sell it into first run syndication and into uh, the Saturday Morning Network slot. Uh, and, and that's why you can tell some of this animation blows so much other animation under the water because it was made by hungry animators who were trying to get a job. That's right. And, uh, you know, these, these designs look different of the actors because of the likeness rights. Some of the voice acting stuff changes in the show. But with this very first episode, you have the original cast, who a lot of fans uh, consider uh, to be the best. The original cast of the real Ghostbusters. Uh, not excuse the movie me. Cast. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 But, um, but okay. So you know, go, uh, uh, Egon with his like pompadour slash mullet sort of thing. The fun thing about that, it, it looks nothing like Harold Ramis. But what is cool about that, if you dig into your anime or animation minutia, um, 
the design for Egon in this series was originally created for an animated goat, uh, animated Doctor Who television series that Nelvana Animation tried to get off the ground. Yeah, it did. They did, They were never able to secure the Doctor Who rights. But if you go online, look for Nelvana Doctor Who. Look for their concept art. About half of their Doctor Who character designs are just Egon in a floppy hat with a scarf. Look at the cartoon physics of that. Yes. It's. It's a. Um, it's, they have to communicate that it's chocolate. Right, it looks kind of like turds. Yeah, that's... Uh, or, or raisinets, and you have Slimer right so there. Look, the stuff doesn't come out of him. So, no. um, I've heard this criticism from a lot of people, but uh, even fans of the real Ghostbusters, but do you all consider Slimer a scrappy-doo? No, 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 he's integral to the plot. And, like, some some episodes, he's the solution, sometimes he's the cause. That's true, he's more varied. He, yeah. He, he feels emotions like guilt. Yeah. He's, you know, I say he's more than, like, a dog, but... <laughs> he doesn't have a... Chocolate, chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate. Oh, yeah. chocolate. But, I swear, that little orange guy, I swear there's a toy of him. He looks sure, a bit like a Boglin. He came with one of the figures. Could be. They all came with Ghost Hunt. That's uh, Maurice LaMarche as the voice of uh, Egon. Of course, the original actor of Egon, Harold Ramis, uh, died uh, a bit ago. Hey, friend of the show, Maurice LaMarche. We interviewed him once. No, we didn't. And not interview him. Okay, I guess we didn't interview him. We talked to Al Jean, but not Maurice. I think I reached out to Maurice LaMarche. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, so you have these three ghosts. In this first episode, they have these very uh, distinctive designs. Wonderfully They're, grotesque. Yeah, I mean, that was a, that's the theme throughout this whole I, series, is a lot of the ghosts and demons and whatever the fuck else they're fighting are uh, creepy. They're, so, you notice the diaper ghost looks a lot like Mr. Saturn? I, I could see that. I just don't want the, the boils on his... Yeah, it's a grotesquery. And I've said it before, but like adults acting like babies freaks the hell out of me, so I find that ghost particularly disturbing. I would think everybody had a ghost they were like truly afraid of. I would say, although there's not like likeness rights, Winston looks the most like uh, in the movie. Ray, uh, I guess he's overweight like Dan Aykroyd is, but the color of hair is different. He's a dumpling. He's he's his own. Yes. It's its 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 own look, and Egon Pompadour, I think that's the most iconic one. Venkman has that strong chin. He, he's, you know, was kind of a Lothario in that first movie, and I think they're going to play an off of that. Lothario's the rounded head. No, he's a, he's a creep. Lothario's the polite. Uh, yes. Check. The place is clean. Well, yes, and no. Chocolate. 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 I wonder if they ever got studio notes from this for the pilot. New TV. J-M-E-U-T-V. I guess because it's Jersey? They use J's? It could be uh, maybe initials of a writer or something. I don't know. Like So the, the, the story editor for the first season or two of this was J. Michael Straczynski. Then he left to do other stuff and he got so disgusted with how the show got dumbed down that he came back to, to kind of do some stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Winston, that, that thing Winston did is so weird because it's Winston, he's impersonating Flip Wilson, but he's using the catchphrase of uh, the great one, Jackie Gleason. Mm. That, I, don't know, I don't know who that joke was for. I guess it was for me. Ah, excuse me. It's a, a sneeze ghost. And you get some creative like directing here in this very first episode. We see from the point of view of this Valentine chocolate box, 
wow. as they're looking in. We had like, some great high angles. In the yeah, track like track like this right here. The shot it yeah. does the rack focus, and then you see oh, it's Slimer, depth of field. Who, who, uh, <laughs> and I, God, that, that slime effect is like gross, like in the movies. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he looks more gross. He looks more cute in the show, and he looked more. Well, he gross. doesn't look like uh, Belushi there. No, he looked more like gross and and, and stuff in the, the movie. Old Onion Head. So yeah, I was going to say, yes. do you think do you think Onion Head auditioned for the part of Slimer, but he couldn't get it, and it went to Frank Welker? <laughs> I don't know, but I well, do think. What happened with Ernie Hudson? Yeah, Ernie Hudson auditioned for Winston in this, but the part wow. ended up going to Arsenio Hall. And then after Arsenio's talk show came out, uh, another actor who, whose uh, name I don't have in front of me uh, uh, took over. But the, the sound, I don't think, was so different. What is more noticeable is uh, Peter Venkman, originally played by Lorenzo Music. And then uh, what I heard is, um, this could be hearsay, but Bill Murray complained that why do I sound like Garfield on TV? Because it's by the same voice actor. God, I love the design I, of the shoot here. That is Yes. I, I believe it's because Lorenzo Music died. Oh, I I don't know. He I, died young-ish. He, he did, yes, and I'll have to look into that. But the the uh, later version of this is how we all sleep in the sequel. Yes, that, yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> uh, not that far from the truth with, with how this weekend actually, but yeah. But the oh, that's pretty cute. He's it's like a Homer Simpson kind of gag. He's dreaming of sausages and trying he likes to, eat. to eat. Yeah. He not now. Ghosts don't poop, I guess, right? Well, I guess they, they, they have an ectoplasmic discharge of some sort. Because you mentioned it in that, was it in the first movie, we have the gags where he eats and stuff, he's on falling through out, yeah. But here... Because they don't have corporeality. Well, yeah. you don't have to draw it if it, the food just swallows, right? Maybe it's more of a practical thing. And he's sort of a... He, he can choose when he's solid you know, in the cartoon. But there's yeah. a cool animation effect, like when he when he disappears, that, that translucency. Yes. That's a really cool effect. It's a good effect. I mean, yeah, that shot from behind the stairs of him walking, of uh, Winston walking down the stairs, that's I pretty... I love to see storyboards. Yes. Um, I, I think perhaps there were some storyboards on a special feature on the original Time Life release of Ghostbusters on DVD. See, look at that. Yes. Oh, the transparency. Yeah, you get the slow fade in. Well, that would have been a double exposure at the time. They weren't doing digital on this series. Yeah, sure. Of course not. And also, everything is hand-painted, which, uh, while it makes the colors more inconsistency, I think it also gives it more character. No, I thought was, why do they even have an off-lever? Why have it there? It only causes trouble. It's like an emergency. You want to kill Switch. No, he's not a ghost. He's a memory. Yes. Yeah, that is. And he, he does. Slimer does cry a bit in the show. Well, he was the he was very emotional. And maybe he's a young ghost. I'm but, not sure. But what are ghosts if not uh, manifestations of emotion? Right. I think. Where it, is that it, pipe gun? Is it the unproduced Max Landis script for Ghostbusters Three that opens with the origin of Slimer? Or something like a hundred years ago. Yeah, I've heard rumors such a script exists, and, but oh and, lord! In one of those scripts, uh, it was published online at one point. But... So you have the proper lip sync stuff. You have squatch and stretch animation with the. Uh, oh, you know what it diapers. looks like? Oh, it kind of looks like the babies from Nothing But Trouble. Yes, oh, I, I can see that. Now I can't unsee it. That is that that comedy is more frightening than most horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> also, why not float your ghosts? <laughs> and why, like, 
Well, you can see his eyeball. These are really unappealing looking characters, which I think was the strength of the show overall. A lot of these ghosts and ghouls looked uh, quite quite disturbing. Yeah, the they weren't afraid of grotesquerie. The pumpkin one. Oh yes, Sam Hand. Sam Hand. The among like among other things like. Like the uh, Sandman episode was one of the first that I ever saw, and it scared me so bad I almost stopped watching the series. But I, I conquered my fears. Yeah, quite nice. The Boogeyman's another one that freaked out. Boogeyman is a big one. Um, the the real Ghostbusters, like Ninja Turtles, like a lot of other stuff at the time, had a lot of toys that were just original toy designs, not taken from the show. But then some of the stuff was. It just all depends. Um, I, I especially liked my Egon action figure that you, you fold in one of the arms and his jaw dislocates and his eyes pop out. Oh, and his hair flies out. Yes. Yeah, that was the, I believe that was the fright face. Uh-huh, right. Yeah, where, where each one had a wild take for being scared. And because, and those those were produced in abundance, so most of my friends who had figures had the from the fright face era onward. Just the base figure of them in their uniforms with no gimmicks, very hard to find. You know, they actually did a, a comic book of this where it was a Chevy Chase type character as a rival Ghostbuster. They don't trap oh, the ghosts, they destroy them. But uh, energy can either be created. But he's drawn to look like Chevy Chase or act like No, he's definitely drawn that's to look pretty like funny. Chevy Chase. It's called Fletch Dies. You have to figure Chevy Chase must have been considered for Ghostbusters at some point. I, I have been, t I have been told he was. Uh, I don't think, I don't think Bill Murray would have worked. Well, like so many people from SNL, you know, made oh. it into that movie. John Candy was going to be the original uh, Louis Tully. He was cast, and then he wanted to play him as a crazy Russian dude instead of kind of the nebbish thing, and that's not. Where they wanted to go, so Rick Moranis, uh, another SCTV alum, uh, you know, did it instead, and they're still yeah. number one by the way because they have no competition. Right, um, Rick Moranis, he never did a voice in the show, but Louis Tully is in this series for I think only one or two episodes. He only makes a few appearances, but yeah, yeah. and it's later on. It's like I think like three seasons deep. One of which is a sequel that references the River of Slime from Ghostbusters too. Yeah, so it, it, this only gets I think brought up in one episode. But part of the premise of this show, it's called the Real Ghostbusters because of, uh, because of a lawsuit that they won. But the metafictional reason it's called the real Ghostbusters is the this is the real Ghostbusters doing what they do. The movie everyone saw, the movie called Ghostbusters, is a fictionalized movie based on the real exploits of these cartoon characters. But there's really only one episode that addresses that, which is kind of a flashback origin story episode, which 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 is about evil Ghostbusters. Um, it takes place. The, the day after the events of the movie and they go home they take off their marshmallow covered jumpsuits and leave them in a laundry hamper but there's a crack in the containment unit from when Peck shut it down and energy that leaks out of the containment unit saturates the uniforms and the uniforms inflate into evil clones of the Ghostbusters right. who they then have to take down and there's some fun kind of spooky moments there uh, it's interesting to note too. This this pilot episode runs uh, 23 minutes 51 seconds, and back then there were fewer commercials on TV, so each episode could be longer. You're being cheated by the networks every time you watch something with commercials. They are stealing show from you. Oh, not to mention when it's in repeats, they cut. 
scenes or, sometimes or, or scenes run at faster speed. Sometimes scenes that are important to the plot. They used to have a machine in animation and film called the 10 percenter that just goes through the master and trims out 10 percent of it in bits and pieces. So yeah, a lot of things that were that were originally broadcast and then entered syndication were run through that process. A lot of current stuff too, it, it's run at a slightly faster speed. See, they also look, the color of Slimer changes. The color changes, it's a slight change when he has that transparency it and has also sometimes where he's like ultra neon green. yes and it's like there's not really consistency in his first well when you have you know this is all like like hand drawn hand painted um you can, see, you can see sometimes it looks like the the pictures are kind of shimmering a bit when the the stuff isn't consistent oh, look at that oh look at that that's brilliant the rack focus yeah. yeah and uh frank welker voices ray and he um did the voice of Scooby Doo, uh, among others. He was, he was also Megatron and Transformers, and also Freddy. Yeah, right. Megatron, yeah, Freddy. Did he uh, do Scooby Doo or did he just make he, it up? He took over Scooby Doo. I see. Okay. After the original Scooby Doo. Uh, Toy away. Factory. Yeah, I don't know what that is. They got they got to get there before the Joker takes it over. <laughs> it looks almost like a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, pot boiler thing. Boiler room, excuse me. So what? So. What in your in your both of your histories with I've already talked about the the Sandman, but what's the most sort of grotesque image from Ghostbusters that ever that really stuck with you two? I wouldn't say it's grotesque, but I remember a scary one being set on a on a Wild West town. It might have even been an old movie set or, or something, but it's just like. It, it had to do with kind of, and I, I'm uh, an anxious person anyway, but just kind of the suspense of uh, this abandoned ghost town, but they're not really seeing anything, but, you know, someone's looking at them. Yeah. And, and there's a few kind of Wild West-themed uh, episodes. There was one that had the old, that, at, uh, when the summer come up, or the, what was it? It was like, it was a, it was a zombie... A cockerel, zombie rooster. Yes. Mm. I don't yeah. think I saw that one. Yeah, it was a farm that was built okay. and like they found it was it was poltergeist. The headstones yes. removed, the bodies weren't. And so at night these feuding clans from settlers' times would rise up as zombies and reenact the massacre in which they all died. But yeah, it was gross, the zombie rooster. An image so grotesque, I'm shocked it got on TV. I mean this thing here is pretty creepy. It's this uh yeah, pulsating thing you have a really deep scary voice as opposed to these kind of nasally gee I don't know what I'm gonna do boss the holes it's meant for me and things were like Junji Ito Junji Ito like this is oh oh, oh, yeah yeah. and this too this is almost like a Kira or something where it's kind of or Urutsukudoji, Legend of Overfiend this monster is you know is combining these these trash things and feeding and or what is it, Rojin Z or Tetsujin Z about the hospital bed that turns into a monster? Sci-Fi Channel show that all the time. Yeah, and and uh, so it's combining with it's almost like the nightmarish Toy Story things on that first film. So I got to admit, I am actually a sucker for like amalgam monsters that like fuse things into their body. I am a sucker for that. Yeah, it, it creates a lot of variation on how they look, um, and. I love the ghosts that are so scary, they scare other ghosts. Man, even that detail, right, from looking on the back of the car and you get all the reflections and things, that's... Would you believe it, Darnold? No, the other thing, like, this is so, like, sort of goofy and scary at the same time. 
the Ghostbusters animated series was not afraid to get goofy. Yeah, I get like that. Like there's a there's an episode, there's a whole episode about this guy who hates chickens. And he hates chickens so much, he studies all these magic books and then casts a spell that erases chickens from reality. And the go and it tips a cop Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And it ticks tips a cosmic ballot so badly a demon summons the Ghostbusters and gets them to use their technology to reverse the spell and brings chickens back. Because it turns out matter and energy can either be created or destroyed. The chickens weren't erased from history. They ended up in hell. And there was no room in hell for people anymore. I had that. I had that toy. Oh, the That's Ecto really two. cool, yes. the, the helicopter thing. The you, gyrocopter. Yeah, the oh, Ecto-2. Oh, I forgot thing. that I had that. Looks no. a bit like now, the Mad Max Thunderdome thing. Now you'd think... Oh, oh no, the Road Warrior or the thing yeah. where it's in the caravan. No, but here's... Well, here's some Ralph Bakshi moments. The driver. But, but uh, so the vehicle. Now, you'd think, okay, if you know, Ecto-1 is the, the, the car, and if Ecto-2 is the, the aerial vehicle, you'd think Ecto-3 would be a boat. No, Ecto-3 was like a, a scooter. <laughs> well, they had the boat in the game. Yeah, but the game was not the, uh, the show. So it's worth noting, you know, the show has action, has humor... Uh, in this pilot episode that you have this vocal song in the background is kind of unusual. Uh, mainly throughout the series, you would hear the Ghostbusters theme. Wait, okay, do we see the Twin Towers in this? Oh, I'm sure we do. Good question. At some point. It's New York. You see the bridge, you should be able to see the towers. Yeah. But, but you know, also, to keep in mind, like it was much easier to license music. This probably isn't a temp track. This is probably a, a top 40 hit that we've simply forgotten. Or could this be something in their library of music? No, no. No, you don't. It's too specific. Because you hear it in other places. Mm. Um, and, and like another show, if you've ever seen the old Photon show, based on the old Photon laser tag arenas, every episode used licensed music. That's one of the reasons why you will never see it released on video. Or why you'll never see a complete uh, Beavis and Butthead released on home video. Oh yeah, with their music video segments. Well, they do that for SNL. They have changed a lot of music. Same thing with the state. They found find silent sound alike. Oh, so the ghosts are, are to flee the big bad ghost jumping into the ghost trap. We used a variation of that idea in a Ghostbusters LARP we did, where there was a ghost that wanted to get in the containment unit because he had pissed off the ghost mafia. And you figured that was the safest place to be if the ghost mafia was after you. His name was Pinky Clyde as a tribute to the uh, gangster name in tribute to Ghost right. in Pac-Man. Uh, in one of the later versions of um, Ghostbusters 2, I think it might have been the, the first or second Blu-ray release or something, they interview Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman about the Ghostbusters cartoon. And Dan Aykroyd said, even though he wasn't involved with the cartoon at all, he really appreciated all the creative monster designs and, and all the, the crazy ways the cartoon went. Yeah, they never really slouched. No. And like the, old, the only monster designs I would say that aren't successful, <laughs> there's an episode where they have ghosts based on The Simpsons, and it clearly is to mock The Simpsons, and it really does feel like a show written by Simpsons detractors. So the content is not good, but then also oh, the ghost designs are just yeah, like, that, they're that's just The Simpsons. Oh yeah. Evil puppets, man. Evil puppets. That looks like Nomi. It does. I mean, so when they recorded, not all cartoons, but certain things back in, in the 80s, like Real Ghostbusters or Ninja Turtles, yeah. you had the main actors in the same room, 
uh, recording. And that really, uh, although that's harder to coordinate and more expensive in a lot of cases, um, it really, you get the camaraderie between the different actors, uh, a lot of the back and forth. What's it take to stop this guy? Well, I think there was like a lot of improv. We couldn't really improv. No. Um, you can a little more though. That would like Bob's Burgers. That's pretty. That shot of the city there with the. So again, not ghosts. Those are memories. No floated heads, right? Just the voice with the echo effect. What's the scale of that? If he was making himself bigger, well, he's in the foreground. Uh, right, but. But again, this is some again, clever storytelling. Yes, he is both the problem and the solution. And that Slimers and the pilot is a good, uh, I mean, Slimer became so popular in this cartoon that he had a bigger part in Ghostbusters 2 because of that. <laughs> oh, you got the fire, you got the yeah. chef, I mean, that's a lot of detail, really, that they didn't have to go to. Uh, just like Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah. What, too soon? Now, do you oh, think... but is it dead or not really, right? Of oh, course, God, what the... Yeah, yeah, it's the gotcha moment. And Behold that's, my final form. That, that's, that's a, I mean, right in the pilot episode, a real Cthulhu-looking, Lovecraftian thing. Oh, yeah, terror stuff. How gross. So do you think they have to, like, register the fact that they have, like, a bomb in their, in their <laughs> flying vehicle? I think... Hey, anything's a bomb. If you're brave enough. Yeah, you know, I, I think every... They have like an audit, but maybe they get a free pass for a few years, and then they have to pass some security checkup. Despite all the property damage, they're hailed as heroes. Um, so, do you have any strong feelings about if you liked Lorenzo music better than Dave Coulier as Ben? I, 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 I will. They're both brilliant at what they do. I'm just gonna say I, I would rather have the real Lorenzo music than an imitation, even a loving imitation. And I, I mean no disrespect or disparagement to Dave Coulier, because he is a brilliant person. Coulier's voiceover is less of an imitation, is more of a Bill Murray imitation than what uh, Lorenzo Music did. And here's the end credits. And notice there's no uh, vocals. Look at how many... Well, they already used the vocals at the beginning. Yes. But this is... Chore this is the other thing that's brilliant about this. This is choreography you a kid can do at home. <laughs> Yes, and I, and I when you get the, the comedy beat even in the credit animation, like that's real something. Do you think Slimer was humping 86? 1986. 1986. How about that, man? See you next commentary, and, and folks. Right. In a world with too many comic book podcasts and not enough deep dives into your favorite superheroes, one podcast stands as a shining beacon in a world of pain and darkness. Yeah, yeah, darkness. Yeah, lots of darkness. Bunch of dark stuff. Superhero stuff you should know. That's us. Andrew, why are you talking like that? I'm the movie voice guy now. I'm the new movie voice guy. And it's time for you to listen to superhero stuff you should know. <laughs> uh, so we have, like, unused concept art, unmade scripts, Unmade superhero movies. All check us out at superhero stuff. You should know. Ben, you should do a movie voice, guy voice, guy voice. Uh, I would, but I think we're out of time. Superhero stuff you should know. Part of the HyperX Podcast Network. Part of the HyperX Podcast Network. I just said that. Hi. We have a podcast where we go to Podford University, a fake college where you... Wait, wait, 
Wait, it's fake? Yeah, what? I just paid tuition. I Same, I did too. What, to who? Uh, well, uh, well, we're doing the ad. I, let me finish. Find Podford University, available wherever podcasts are sold and on the HyperX Podcast Network. Loot Drop Incoming. Get to the drop at HyperX.com for store-wide savings. HyperX is fighting the battle against inflation with deep discounts across all categories of HyperX gear. Head there quick, though. Once March ends, so does the madness. It's the HyperX Loot Drop 2 going on now at HyperX.com. Alright, so, um, blah, blah, blah. Well, welcome to part two. No, this can't be the start of it. Start it over. No, it's recording. We got momentum now. So, I'll probably feel this at the end. Okay. Hello and welcome to Sequel Commentary. We are taking a look at the pilot episode in this uh, part two of this two part episode of the Extreme Ghostbusters, the second, uh, so far, last animated series made of the, the Ghostbusters. Uh, we just did a commentary on the pilot of Real Ghostbusters, so it'll be neat to compare and contrast. I was, I think, in high school when the show came out. I didn't really watch it. Um, I'm Matt. This is Thrasher. Jersey J. And before we start recording, any kind of quick thoughts on this series? It's you know been tough to get. There hasn't been a, uh, a DVD release of it or Blu-ray or anything like that in the States that's legitimate. Uh, there has been a lot of bootleg stuff on eBay. Germany had a release for a while for whatever reason. Yeah, this this is a series that passed me by when it when it came out. I think it like I think like it started when I was in my senior year of high school, yeah. and it ended when I was in my freshman year of college. Uh, and it just passed me by because when it came out, I just was not in the mood for a Ghostbusters show. Uh, and I've seen very very little of it. I've never seen the episode, the pilot episode that we're going to watch today. Yeah. But uh, my three observations: one, I do really like that one of the new Ghostbusters is disabled. I do really mm. like. That one of them is a golf girl. Uh, I do really like that Egon hangs around as a mentor figure. That's really cool. There is one episode I've seen from beginning to end that I love. Jonathan Harris from Lost in Space plays an evil genie. And he grants people's Mm. wishes. If you're you're an earshot of him and you say, I wish, he grants your wish in the worst possible way. And because he's technically not a ghost, their equipment doesn't work on him. And it's great. The way they defeat him... Is they got it? They have him surrounded, but they realize the proton packs don't work. And he's like, "Oh, don't you desire anything?" And then uh, the goth woman comes forward and she says, "I wish that you would not grant my wish." And the paradox makes him implode and undoes all of his evil magic. I love that cleverness. Clever. I mean, so this this show, uh, I believe it might have been on Fox or something, but it has that same kind of angler look. You had at the time of like the Men in Black series. Oh, that's no, but wasn't it, I don't even think it was on Fox. I think it was. UPN. Oh, it was. It was. It start, It was syndicated. Okay, I see. So did, I remember when it first. I I remember waiting for this show to come out. I was excited that this was mm. coming out. I was maybe a sophomore, junior, and I remember how cool it was. I was like, I really hope this lives up to the hype. Did it? Um, well, it lasted for maybe one or two seasons as compared to Ghostbusters. I believe it lasted, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure it lasted three. But what's amazing is it lasted three seasons with barely any merchandising. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it captured an audience, though. They no, just and, made well, it, and they were hoping right. that there'd be an audience. They were hoping. But I think that was also that the time period where toys weren't really selling. You had KB going out at the time. 
Uh, yeah, unless you had Todd McFarlane, like, upper high-end, you're charging $50, yeah, $100 exactly. for a figure. Yeah, exactly. looking for, like, the weird, crazy collectible toys. I think I bought Congo action figures at the time <laughs> that this came out. Sure. But I remember there, there was... Was there were there action figures? Of oh these? yeah, there there were. Uh, it just it wasn't the mega toy line that the real Ghostbusters were. Um, by the way, those Congo action figures did they come with like a sesame cake accessory? Stop eating my sesame cake. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we should probably get started proper on this. We are looking at the uh, pilot episode of Extreme Ghostbusters. Uh, find it where you can. So we're gonna go at zero 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 and. Uh, Click, uh, everyone will, will do play at the same time. I'm going to go three, two, one, go. Three, two, one, go. Stuff. Uh, hey, Twin Towers. Twin Towers. Twin Towers. Ah, it, okay, yeah, so it, it was before. It really anchors this series in a time and place. It does. Wow. Uh, of course, it already looks cheaper than the 80s series. A lot more brighter color palette. You start with these, uh, you don't even start with the Ghostbusters, right? They're, the they're, they're digging animators? into something. No. It looks, you're right, it looks too much like the Men in Black series. And also like that Phantom 2040. Or yes, the, 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 hey, everything looks angular, things look kind of lean. Um, but like it's not bland, I'll give it that. It, no, is, no, no, it's, it's not bland. It's like bland. a hodgepodge, there's, a, there's an Egyptian bust, there's a little girl doll. These could all be looted treasures, you know. You have, you have this like green slime stuff coming out. Or not, smoke. No, smoke, excuse me. Whoa, and, whoa. Uh, that's, hey, a Medusa. Talk about like the creepy imagery, right? This kind of vampire creep. Yeah, two yeah, nice Oh, what's this theme song? It has extreme, so it's in the 90s, right? No, I, I like that wet uh, electric guitar. Yeah. I do like the sound. Oh, God. A little grungy. Is it Dopey CG Flight Room? It's the. It's Doc. Oh, Doc, what? No, Holiday. No, 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 not. Oh, what can I think of his name now? Oh, that, 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 that font for Ghostbusters. That, that, that's bad. right off your high school notebook. Uh, yeah, Trapper Keeper. But, I mean, you're, you're still Dr. seeing. Dr. John. Right. Yeah. So you're, oh, you're, Sam Haynes. Sam Haynes back, right? I mean, that's so. That's not a good redesign of Sam Haynes either. Now, this is some plausible looking technology. Uh, that's pretty. Injection ratio? I mean, you're seeing these little bit fits together. Like now, this does give it away for a yeah. pilot that's presumably an origin story. This is giving too much. The theme song's giving too much away, right? But look at that writhing mass of plasma. The lasers look good, and I yeah, I mean, her, I think the girl's design is neat. Yeah, she's cool. Say, she, I think bold, she looks good. Bold choice to redesign the technology, but still make it look kind of cobbled together. Weird redesign of Slimer. Right. I think you know. I'm presuming Massive this is forearms in, in the same. Uh, Canon, right, as the real Ghostbusters, because it brings the same Egon back. Yeah, it is quite and he, literally the Look at that one. incline. That's a terrible incline for a handicap accessible classroom. But his eyes are a bit big, but in a different way than no, the big eyes. but that's a problem. I'm not cool with that. It should be Tobin's. Well, no, no. No, Egon wrote his own book based on personal experience. But why Egon? He's not. He wasn't the one who was the more... He was the science-bended one, This is one. This is a very technical book. Okay. Very terrible. Uh, OGB. That's yeah, well, voice not actor a great sounds show. familiar. Well, you know, but, also, I'm sure it's... you know what else I like here, though? Is that unlike so many other Ghostbusters things, everyone knows who the Ghostbusters are and have some idea of what their role in the history of New York oh, is. And they weren't forgotten a year after, so they it's, had new birthday parties. It, it's nice with the Ghostbusters, too, that, like you said, there's a women in the group, but also they're multicultural. Oh, yeah, he's a Latino. He's a Latino, right? Uh, nice piercings, too. Very rare in character design, even today on an animated series. 
piercings, the soul patch, the the jagged, the kind of yeah. that's a Gen X grumpy. And uh, don't ask me how I know this. Those piercings, they go all the way down. I, okay. The uh, the character in the wheelchair looks a bit like gray. I think. You know, it occurs to me none of us know these people's names. No. No. Any of them. Because we didn't watch the show, right, not I mean, even this, for research real, for right, this, this commentary. Fresh. Uh, I don't know why it is. I've mentioned this on Twitter a few times, but it's true. This character too. It seems like anytime there was a black character in an '80s or '90s cartoon, that's the same hairstyle with with that fade on the side as like the uh, black Burger King kids character. Hey, so, uh, Alfonso Rivera. What? Hey, I, I, I mean, the voice or yeah, the voice actor. So, so I got to ask you all for like the the African American characters that really did seem to have a real stock design at this time. Yes. Do you think it's just because no one's thinking create creatively, or do you think that it's just a result of committee thinking, or do you think that there are people who are worried that if they deviate from that design, they risk offending somebody? So just stick with the tried and true, supposedly not offensive. I think design. a lot of it is you're having you know like white people make or in, in charge a lot of the decisions between this and they just don't want to rock the boat. I mean, it's even a trouble now in cartoons. It, it, it's better, but it's still the, the limited hair designs. In, in video games, you make characters. I know what he sounds familiar. Garrett is the same voice as Max Goof. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good pull. And that's Tara Strong. Oh. So She's I guess the, this begs the question. Yeah, it's Kylie. Why aren't we doing a commentary for a Goofy movie? Right. Well, maybe uh, some other day, question. but another we've day. talked about doing that before. Is that Janine? Oh, you can tell they fuck. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and no, he, he, the pompadour's kind of pulled down into a ponytail. That ponytail look. I, I'm trying in, to look more professional. Yeah, that, that ponytail look in guys in the 90s was and stuff. But look, real, also, yeah, real New York architecture. Yes, which, which I don't think we could really say uh, of, the, like of the... Um, original series of the real Ghostbusters. No, I like that they're helipad on top, but they don't have a helicopter up there. They I, did in the last episode. I like you it have... Oh, I love those vacuum tubes. And, and you see everything, like, glowing. Good effect. Slime, that seems very here. like the new movie. True. Then all the equipment comes back to life. That's also because But it looks Slimer. like Slimer has, like, big circles under his eyes, but yet he still <laughs> makes... Sounds a bit like a mouse there. Billy West... Slimer? Slimer? Yep. Son of a bitch. All right, groovy. Interesting. Thank you for looking this stuff up. Yeah, th- thanks, Jason. Oh, I have this in my members bank. No, no, of course. I'm not using one. looks like he's sticking don't. the chocolate bar in his throat. You don't want to overdraw at that bank. Yeah. Look at that. Wait, you have nine dry erase boards? He has a lot of lectures, and he writes very fast. He's he, he has a ladder, probably, that moves on wheels to... So, so her design here of the, the goth girl... She, she looks like Lydia Dietz. Kind of. Yeah, I was, uh, is that the Beetlejuice one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking Com- that too. With complete the, with her Catholic schoolgirl uniform. The Catholic schoolgirl, kind of the... Yeah, the... You want to hear something weirder? Sort of stuff. The what? guy doing uh, uh, Reno? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy is... Um, huh. He was also the original dub of Tuxedo Mask in the 90s English dub of the anime. Well, uh, I mean... Uh, even no. now, with voice actors, it's a very small pool of people that, that oh. do the work. Well, I bet it was J- smaller back then. Uh, Jason, I need you to access your memory back and verify this. So, when Slimer just flew through the kitchen, there was a calendar that said 1997. Ooh. Can you see when this started? It would have been around 97, 98, I think, based on New York City College. Yeah. Now, hold on. The first episode of December 8th, 1997. Beautiful. But now i got to say... Uh, the establishing shot of the college said community college, but he looked up a map that said city college. Ooh. Let's let's go back in time. 
community versus city. Right. State what is up with her? She doesn't. It's like there are parts of her that look grotesque, like the old one, but then the parts that don't. That's a weird thing with women ghosts. She morphs, it, but it's a similar woman face to this female Ghostbuster character. Yeah. I think it, it's. It might be the character design. It might just be. Well, they're in a rush. She gets uh, possessed. I bet. I mean, I'm sure a, everybody yeah, gets that possessed. That was a classic uh, trope in, the, in these things. But why the redesign? They're trying to look more modern and more contemporary with other. And instead of more roundy and doughy, uh, everyone looks skinnier in, in this. Hey, look, Slimer has elbow talons. Nice elbow talons on Slimer. Oh, yeah, that's kind of prehensile. Weird. And the teeth, I, the I underbite. Do I, love the underbite. I'm really offended at Slimer's like dark circles around his eyes. Why? Well, I have circles under my eyes, and I don't like them. So it, it's supposed to make him look. I think it's supposed to make him look like more like a corpse. Oh, I can see that. And so, so do you think Slimer is a dead person, or do you think he's just in one of those bundles of, of emotional energy? I like to think he's just a bundle of energy. To think that he was a real person and had a history just makes it really weird with the... It's not a humanoid shape. I mean, maybe he's someone that got decapitated or something, and it's really a floating <laughs> head with an energy bloop. Well, um, um, but the directing here already in this pilot is, is less imaginative than that real Ghostbusters pilot. You're seeing a lot of less variety of shots, less like weird angles. It's just kind of black, but I, it's more me raging. Not, it's more me getting pissy about the character design and stuff. <laughs> You you are feeling some deep emotions. If you look at the slime, yeah. the slime is green, and the original one it was blue. Well, it depended. It, it, it had there was a variety of slimes. Yeah, but, it, but in that pilot, it looked like you got your uh, jacket wet in the rain or something. Now, or, now or one nice thing there, we actually saw them take the collapsed wheelchair out of the back of the truck, so it's not like they just cut to him out of the car. <laughs> right, like there's real sure. stuff going on. This is like the third time he spun his wheelchair around to look cool to bust a door open. Because he's so, the cool one. To go, like, yeah, bust yeah, he's the cool one. Right, I, I'm. I bet you his wheelchair gets modded with like ghost weapons or, or something in the show. Oh, it's the actual Ecto-1, and that's old. That's a plot point in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Which we will cover at some point on the sequel cast. www.sequelcast2.com Yeah. How excited. Yeah. Um, is that Casey Cole? RC? I mean, they can um, yeah, it's, real... it's Casey, but it looks like RC. You can tell with their chair. How much chocolate is the wheelchair kid eating? Jesus. No, I think they're protein bars. Yeah. Oh, oh not that was big hey, in the look, 90s. Hey, look, lift! <laughs> hey. Yes, and uh, the PK E-meter. Uh, what do you think about this tech, Jason? I think it looked better in the old show. I agree. Well, frankly, all we're seeing is classic ghost tech. Yeah. Like, some of it looks cool. It's, it's less like, detailed, I think. More colorful, but less detailed. Because think about how, much, how many times you have to redraw that same stuff. Yes, not only that, but how can you draw it from different angles? And also, oh. you got to make new toys. And while well, this show, uh, based on what it was... Might have had computer coloring. I don't know. I think they're still doing stuff by hand at this point. But this, this looks like it might be digital. Certainly, part of that opening sequence with the flight through of New York was CG. Oh yeah. Well, I think. But, well, well, the thing is, I think partly the colors a bit washed out because I'm sure this is taken from an analog tape. Yes, uh, sure. But I'm not seeing any cell shadows. Well, actually, I take it back. I'm seeing it here. Never mind. This is cells. Yeah. The moment I said it, I should have known. Tell them must have broken up an echo triangulation breach. I think we've moved on to the dimension. 
I'd like to know Spangler a little better. Right, that's a really pretty startling thing going on. Um, Slimer comes oh. out with the, with the cannibal lecter mask. The interesting thing about yes. Garrett, they actually, like, they wrote him as a very bland and annoying character, but then producer Jeff Klein suggested putting the character in a wheelchair. So Jeff Klein, huh? <laughs> Jeff Klein, oh, handicapped. Oh, I, I'm not Garrett. sure why you're laughing. Because <laughs> I don't think that's a great way to say it. But what what made me what I thought of uh, when I saw the wheelchair thing, it reminded me of the animated pilot for an American Sailor Moon that wasn't picked up, in which one of the Sailor Scouts was in a wheelchair. Oh yeah, and it like turned into a, like a swan wheelchair when she yeah, transformed. Yes. Oh, that's cool though. It did one. It did win an award from the Los Angeles Commission on Disabilities. No, I mean, it is a bold choice. I mean, yeah. It seems to have paid dividends. Especially back show. then. Even now, you wouldn't really see... Well, no, but there was a show before this, Bionic 6. And what about... Well, yeah. Yes. What about it? Well, no, because it was another thing where they were basically people who were paraplegic who were given tech-based... Did it um, go that deep? I thought they were yeah. just, like, augmented. Yeah, it was the augments that hmm. saved them from being oh. disabled. Well, that's another commentary for another day. Grosstown uh, Subway. I don't think there's Gross Town in New York. No, no, the ghost did that. Also, it's Crosstown. Oh. It looks like <laughs> Gross Town from how the microphone thing is cutting it off. How, how am I doing? How am I doing? Yeah, I mean, the way, <laughs> the way this guy looks is vaguely, reminds me of Brian Doyle Murray a bit. Huh. There's, um, somehow Egon looks younger, even though he's older. Well, you know, you do your hair like that. It takes years off. It takes years off. He's probably has better skin creams. Also, know? for all we know, he fell into another dimension at one point where time went backwards. So he might literally be younger. Right. Otherwise, I recall, I believe there is an episode where the original Ghostbusters get back together and they do a big team. That, that tracks, yeah. I think I've seen pictures of that. Okay, so so uh, 400 episodes from now, we'll do that episode when no. we're together. Um. I mean, this is always classic, right? You have these bad guys in Central Park. It's it's the bum from Back to the Future. Pretty much. Now that's cool. That's oh, yeah. the that's, And interesting that the first ghost that's a bad guy is a, a female ghost. As opposed to just sort of these genderless, like, weird baby ghosts and things in that uh, Ghostbusters, uh, real Ghostbusters pilot. <laughs> what is she looking for? She's looking for a host? I missed it. I'm not sure. Oh, it's a Robuela, I guess. Yeah. Now, you never want to turn the switch on to weird experimental ghost technology. I like the, uh, all the teeth and the snake mouth. Oh, no, that's, the, that is so that's grotesque and lamprey-like. Right. Anyway, lampreys with the eels, good points. The cat fake out joke. Come on. I like her on the first one. I like the octogram on her wall. That's yes, pretty yes. cool. You can make contact. This I mean, so this looks kind of interesting. That's you're getting the illumination on her face from the light spinning around. You yeah. have the red background. I mean they're trying. I bet that made it easy to have everything in one color. Uh yes, but it it also gives a mood, right? And then that was not a great effect of the grandmother appearing, but it's no. actually the the snake monster. I bet. Well, right. now what, remember what we learned from the 2006 Ghostbusters, that or the 2016 uh, Ghostbusters. The devil is a liar. Is it a silver surfer poster behind her? Um, ish. Yeah. Let's, let's see if it cuts back. 
it really looks like a classic uh, I, I know it. silver And oh, this is creepy, right? The transformation of the grandma ghost into the, the snake She's lady. large margin. Uh, yeah. That almost looks like a... A Suzy An animation. anime or yeah. Yeah, something. Some goth band. Right. Well, I guess we're not going to see the poster again, but trust me, Silver Surfer. Oh, that's nice architecture. Yeah. New York-ish. A brownstone. This, I mean, with the buildings, I mean, that's more specifically. He has a neon green door against a blue wall. Well, this takes me back. <laughs> he looks mad. Gotta put this well, fucking jacket on he, again. I think he's remembering when the rest of the team broke his heart and they all went their separate ways. Uh, now he's got to go it alone. All right. That's a crazy business people provide the costume and who make the so, jumpsuits and the... Oh. So is this place like a historical landmark? Presumably somebody's paying rent on this facility yeah. unless they own it outright. I did on like a professor's right. salary? Oh, maybe he's tenured. Maybe that fast track to tenure. Tenure was achievable back then. <laughs> it can sometimes be achievable now, but I mean, still, that doesn't mean that you get ever get paid that much as a professor, but the benefits Climber. and other things, getting summers off. Um, if you get some off, uh, outweigh stuff. And Ecto-1, of course, uh, it does not have the Ghostbusters 2 logo on it, though, does it? Oh, no, they, they, remember, that was a movie based on the real Ghostbusters exploits. Of course, of course. The design yeah, of my ankles. Fuck. Okay. The design shouldn't have changed that much, but it looks like... He has a kind of a dimpled chin. Why are you talking about the? For, I'm uh, talking about the the, the car. car. Oh, sorry, well, well you know, part of me wonders though. Although, keep in mind, the original Ecto One was based on a real vehicle. There could be a copyright oh, yeah. concern. This, I mean, so that. And also look at the effect when they flash the thing. That that. Well, that thing's kids had seizures. Well, true. Yes. It... Oh, it only made me taller and stronger. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You, you really saw stuff like that not being done as much when um, it was an episode of, of Pokemon that had a lot of flashing that got a lot of attention in the United States. Yeah, like started... di Digital Fighter Porygon, I think was the episode, or Digital Look at Warrior. Those cartoon boobs. Yep. Oh, wow, she is possessed. Oh, in the first episode. Is this the first. Did, I... Did this happen more than once, though? Possibly. I, I, I get, like, ghosts, there's a limited number of recognized ghost powers. Possession is one of them. Walking through walls is the other. Those powers are going to get a lot of mileage on a show like this. Haunting. Uh, you can only pull up new powers every so often. Ah, uh, Vampire. That's another cultural reference. I don't know. Like, only I would have gotten back then. <laughs> Me and Dana Gould. This is why when you're when you're a Ghostbuster, you got to establish check-in procedures. And I, I wonder if this. I, I wonder if this show was was uh, ever developed with them thinking mm, maybe we'll do an extreme Ghostbusters movie if they were cartooned as well. Well, you know, that would have been fascinating to do like a grand unified Ghostbusters field theory as yeah. a live-action movie and bring them in. That would be kind of fun. I think that'd be something because I mean the, the crazy thing about Ghostbusters is you only had two movies. And these two cartoon series, and which had a lot of episodes, uh, yes, and a few dozen video games, keeping it alive. But it, it wasn't like you know Star Wars, where it's every few years, or, or James the, Bond. Or, the late two thousands Ghostbusters video game, excellent video game. It yes. functions as a perfectly serviceable third movie, right? Wow, with the original cast. Look at Egon's face. That's creepy. Oh, spores, spores and sores, pulsing. 
I think he means ghost juice. A bit of his Orson Welles is slipping into his. Uh, I, really, oh, yeah. I play a ghost who eats so all the doing Pinky in the brain at the same time. Yes. Or brain, excuse me. Oh boy, I, I mean, he looks he looks so falling down sick. That's good characterful animation. I mean, so do either of you have any other memories about Extreme Ghostbusters? Or did we kind of blow through all those at the beginning? I I just remember I wanted to see it. I If if I caught a commercial or two of it, I, I'm still so violently against these character designs that I just didn't watch it. But I, but, but I was disappointed that when a DVD started becoming popular that this never came out because I, I thought it would have. Cause... Yeah, you, you'd think there'd be a whole generation of fans where this is their Ghostbusters. But instead, you know, it was basically YouTube bootleg keeping it alive until recently. These were all released uh, for free on the YouTube channel. Um, I believe Crackle also has these episodes available. Ah, good old, good, good old reliable Crackle. Now I'm noticing on our timer, time is running out on this episode. Is this, this is a two-parter. Is this a two-parter? I'm not going to watch two parts of this, but. <laughs> No. I thought that maybe I'm remembering the second episode, though. Because I remember be, a scene yeah. where they're outside and he's got all the equipment. But it, it, it certainly uh, wasn't unusual. Oh, she's possessed. Yeah, it wasn't unusual back then to have, you know, like a, a feature-length presentation or a double-length uh, episode to kick a series off. Oh, Disney was notorious for doing that with their animated output. But, of course, both in syndication, they would hold those episodes out of syndication for a while and then just sort of drop them in in the middle of the run which is carried over to streaming services. Like, the, the the origin story episodes tend to be in the middle of the blocks of episodes available. For wow. Streaming. Yeah, so that was a two-parter. Yeah. We are, what a dark... Oh, how, about, that, how about this concept cool. drawings? That's pretty cool. Oh, they're cool. gorgeous. So, will, will, the you, monster design. will you hear us talk about part two? Who knows? Right. Um, yeah, this was an interesting watch. I don't know. Like... Like, Spooky music. I'm probably the hardest on this out of the three of us, but I, I think... I think it would have been enough to pull somebody into a series. It wasn't anything well, cool where they had the equipment. No, more Ghostbusters is, is always a good thing in my it book, so... It could have been tighter than... I'm trying to remember if this played back-to-back. It couldn't have. You don't think? Well, see you next time. <laughs>